cliffcentral.com. Probably got kids with three other women by now. And now he has to suddenly hear that he's the subject of a 10-minute song with Taylor Swift moaning and whining and bitching about this relationship that was years ago. Get over it. Come on. People don't have real problems anymore, so they make up problems. People don't have problems. Taylor Swift doesn't have a problem in her life. This is the same chick, by the way, who wrote Shake It Off. So come on. You, why don't you take your own advice, Taylor? Shake it off, honey. Stop complaining. <laughs> Jesus. Unbelievable. Anyway. Leave Taylor alone. I know. You'll leave everybody alone. It's quarter to uh, nine. Oh, to nine. Quarter to seven. Oh, my God. Imagine that. <laughs> what? We've been going for four hours. No. Um, <laughs> it's quarter to seven. We're going to check in with Dr. Hanan and find out what's happening. And it's going to be okay. So if you are not having the best time, and a lot of us are not. Um, you, you are dealing with conflicts. You may be nervous about family coming for Christmas. Uh, there are, there are, there are issues with uh, your relationship. You can email us, tell us about it. And I know a lot of people prefer to remain anonymous, but come on. You know, we, we get on the show here and we share our own stories, uh, Leanne Bolero and I, and we, we're not going to judge you. We're going to put you on with Dr. Hanan. He's like, he's the best in the business. You can't get a, you can't get an appointment with this man. He's so, he's so successful and so good at what he does. And we're going to give him to you for free. But you've got to come on and talk to him. He, he, we don't want to respond to an email that says anonymous at the bottom. Sometimes he's going to have questions. If you, if you want to deal mm-hmm. with it, if you want to deal with it, email us. Contact at cliffcentral.com. We'd like to hear from you. But I did get this email from Rachel. She said she'd like some advice. She says, I'm almost 50 years old. I have a good friend who I've known since we were both 19. Problem is, I don't get along with his wife at all. Ooh. Oh dear. Okay, here we go. So let me bring uh, Dr. Hanan in here. All right. Uh, how are you, Dr. Hanan? Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. How are you guys? Well, it's Monday and I'm feeling kind of sprightly. Uh, I don't know. I hope that'll last the rest of the week and all the way to the end of the year. But this is my favorite time I'm of the so year, so I'll you. be fine. You also, do you like people the People can taste. Yeah? People can taste the end of the year. You know, oh. they can mm. taste uh, the end of uh, Christmas and the new year and the holidays. So right. People are excited. So let's go to Rachel quickly. So, all right, this is a friend. They've known each other since they were 19. She's almost 50 years old. She says, I don't get along with his wife at all. I feel like she treats him badly. So I try to avoid being around her. This hasn't been an issue as we've mostly just seen each other alone without our respective partners. In fact, the two of us have met for lunch or coffee almost every week in the last decade or so. So this is a good friendship. Recently, she, the wife, saw a message that I sent him about how I think she treats him badly, and now she's refusing to let him see me at all. She feels that he's betraying her by still being friends with me. After what I said about her, in order to keep the peace at home, he is asking me to comply for the time being. I don't want to lose a friendship of almost 30 years over this. I also feel like he's in an abusive situation, and it's very unfair. But I don't want to make his life more difficult either, so I'm not sure what to do. Wow, this is tough. Yeah, it's a very complex uh, situation. You know, it happens a lot where one of your friends, somebody that you really love and care about is dating somebody that you don't approve on. Don't approve on could be from, I just don't like the what they do for a living to actually I don't like what hmm. they do to you and how they abuse you. 
it's a it's a complicated situation and uh, as you said at the beginning of this like i would love to have asked rachel a couple of questions how close is she to this friend uh, how much does she value this friendship over the truth and over over speaking her truth what i would say as a general as a general rule when that when you interfere for the right or the wrong reasons with your friend's relationship yeah. you are putting the friendship on the line just take into account that you're risking the quality or the longevity of the friendship a lot of the times you know in therapy especially beginner therapist or novice therapist what they do is they see a an individual who is in a in a relationship and they project their own idea of what the relationship should look like mm. and they become cowboys like you should break up you should get divorced but you must understand that relationships are very complex things you just get a glimpse you just saw a message or you just saw one interaction how do you know what's happening 99% of the other time right you just don't have the a window to uh, what happens in the bedroom outside of the bedroom at the kitchen on the at the dinner when they go out how they interact with their families and so on and so forth mm. you don't know what need they're fulfilling in each other so it's very difficult and i would never advise anybody to judge any relationship just know that when you are confronted i'm not saying don't speak to your friend listen depend on the depending on the how close you are to your friend i would i would to my best friend i would have an honest conversation say this is the way i see things this is what i think this is my perspective i will support you regardless but this is the way i'm seeing things but maybe to a much more distant friend or a colleague i would really stay out of it because it's it's really not my place all right well to say anything i mean i'm so, I'm, I'm just reading between the lines here and that is dangerous i agree with you but but this person this rachel's been friends with for almost 30 years they basically see each other every week they, they it's totally platonic by the sounds of things it's not as if she's a threat to the wife or she's trying to get romantically involved it's her friend of 30 years they 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 sound like they they're just good mates you know um but the, but, the but wife, I have the wife sounds, the wife that. sounds a problem. Like the wife sounds like she's very controlling. And according to Rachel's email, doesn't sound like this woman is treating her husband very well. But, but Dr. Hanan, this is an interesting thing. I was actually, we were actually talking about this on, on my show on Friday and we were talking about when you come in. So let's say in this case, Rachel is a lady with a male friend. But now a lady comes and there's a relationship. Now I, mm. I believe, cause I, I always say I'm very conservative. I say Rachel, and I'm not a, I'm not an expert, but I'd like to know your take. Rachel's must realize her dimension to the guy, mm. even if it's your best friend for 30 years has to change because now that best friend slot is taken. This yeah. person has made a decision yeah. to be in a relationship. Now, what I believe is I always say now, especially with my lady friends, if you get a dude, I never want to see you without your partner. I know we friends and whatever, wow. okay. but you've made a call now. I don't need stuff going on in the dude's mind because I know how guys think that he's ever thinking, even if we are just platonic friends, there are carnal sort of psychological drivers that I think people try and suppress is that I don't need a dude thinking like that. I never want to see my female friends, even if we, hmm. and this happens. I don't want to see you without your partner if you have a boyfriend now for these very reasons. And it's an interesting thing for me to hear about from you. Wow. What do you yeah, think of sure, that? Sure. Look, I mean, the, 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 the dynamics certainly changes. So 
take a, uh, as you said, a woman, she is best friends with a guy, the guy finds a girlfriend, the dynamic has to change. It has to shift because suddenly the guy has another woman in his life who he sees as a romantic partner and she takes up space. So suddenly when Rachel used to go with her best friend out for coffee twice a week and go for a run once a week and go and, you know, spend whatever, whatever with them, she must understand that the other girl in her friend's, in her friend's life, the wife, is, needs that space. She needs that time. She needs that effort. So listen, the, the thing is that the dynamic will definitely have to change. But the dynamics change all the time. You just communicate mm-hmm. through it. So if rules of the game shift, the moment the person, your best friend, uh, gets married or has a girlfriend, rules of the game change the moment they change a job. Rules of the game change the moment they leave the country room. And, you know, like the rules of the game change all the time. It's really about communication and expectation. But I would say to, to Rachel, yes, you, to all the Rachels out there that have a best friend, suddenly they get married or they have a partner that doesn't treat them as, as well as you think they should, depending on the level of your friendship, you speak up. You speak up with kindness and respect. Hmm. Just understand that when you do speak up, you risk the friendship changing. You risk the friendship changing. Whether the other partner finds out or they don't find out, you risk the friendship changing because now your friend knows exactly what you feel about their partner. You know, but you, you get this. I'm sure you've heard of it. It's like you, your best friend breaks up with their partner and you go, yeah, they were nothing. They were rubbish or they were useless or they were just not good for you. And then they get back together. Oh, yeah. That yeah. happened and to me. No. And you're the problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I lost that a 15-year friend because of exactly that. 15-year friend, literally on like the Monday. Sorry, Dr. Hanan. That, that exact situation happened to me. On, I'd say in the same week, he broke up with her, right? And then obviously back then we were a little younger. Yeah, bro, told you that chick. And then you can imagine a bunch of lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some of the choice things we had to say. <laughs> And then at the bri on the weekend, who's with her? Who's with him? At the bri on the weekend, that same <laughs> yeah. weekend, there she is giving us daggers. And from that day, we've never been friends with that guy again. It's game over. Yeah. I've got to refer to something here. There are two questions that have come out of this. The first one, Dr. Hanan, if you can address this, is it possible for a guy and a girl to be t- truly platonic friends? In other words, is, is, yes. it, is it possible for you yes. to have... Um, fr- yes. Okay, well, that's, that's easily answered then. And the other one is from PJ. He says, are relationships natural for us humans? Why do they never last? Romantic, that is. Well, I mean, nothing ever lasts, right? <laughs> so if you, get, think so if you get a good 10 years or 20 years or even more than that out of a, a relationship, that's phenomenal. Um, but, but, yeah. but nothing lasts forever. We don't last forever. So- for sure. So to, to answer the first question, are platonic relationship possible? If the boundaries are clear, if the rules of the game are clear, you can have a very healthy relationship with many people. You get open relationships. You know, you, mm. people that are in a, in committed monogamous relationship will look at open relationship and go, how do they last? Yeah. I've seen, I've seen couples in open relationships that are more, that are healthier, more robust, more interesting, more exciting, more trustworthy than many monogamous relationships because it all depends on the rules of the game. Are the rules of the game clear? Is every party playing by the rules? And if so, you can have a beautiful relationship, whether it's a couple or friendship. Um, to, 
to this, what was the second question again? It was about this uh, this idea of relationships lasting forever, or, or, uh, or, yeah. or why we even bother when nothing lasts. That's according to PJ. You know, you know what the problem? You know what the problem? I'm sure you've read this. I'm sure you've read and heard about. You know, I, I mentioned this maybe to you in private on the show. I don't remember. My oldest patient was a 94 year old German woman, mm-hmm. and um, she was telling me. Uh, in one of the sessions, she said, Hanan, when I was growing up, time was time. And I said to her, what do you mean? And she said, think about it. If I wanted to communicate with a friend of mine that lived in another province, I would write them a letter. It would take two weeks to get there. They would write me a response. It would take two weeks to get back. Mm-hmm. It would take a month to say, hey, how are you doing? Fine, thanks on you. These days, God forbid you send a text, it's read, and it's not responded to within the next three seconds. Mm-hmm. You can create World War Seven with yep. not responding or blue-ticking someone. What's happening with the latest generation is that we are very much addicted to uh, immediate gratification, to quick fixes. And the truth is the reason why we're becoming addicted to quick fixes is because there's a lot of choice. If you don't answer with an SMS, I'll WhatsApp you. If you don't answer with WhatsApp, mm-hmm. I'll email you. If you don't answer with you, you know, there's always options to satisfy and gravitate towards me immediately satisfying that need that I want, mm-hmm. which is to contact you. So now the generation has become, we've got so many options and I can really satisfy that immediate gratification, translates and bleeds into relationships as well. Right. If you do not satisfy my needs, it's very easy. I just go on Tinder and I will satisfy my needs. I'll find someone else. So, of, of course, within a split second, what did they do 20 years ago? You know, if uh, my need wasn't satisfied, I'd have to have a conversation with you. It would be much more difficult. It would be yeah. many hoops to jump through in order to find somebody else. These days, you can have five dates, five nights of the week, in just not, but not even leaving your bedroom. Yeah, I've got a you friend. You can just swap, 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 swap. I've got a friend. He literally schedules Tinder dates. He like he, he does one on a Tuesday, then on a Wednesday, then on a Thursday. I mean, ironically, he's he's now found a girlfriend, and and uh, it seems like he stopped that. But for a couple of weeks last year, that was what he was doing. He'd have to actually for make. Sure. He, he was lining them up. He's like, okay, I'm gonna see this girl on the Tuesday, then I'll see that one on the Wednesday, this one on the Thursday, that one on the Friday. I mean, the guy had uh, you know a, a plentiful supply by the looks of things. But also, this is where now maybe we should address this in a future episode of this too especially as we head to to the end of the year. This is why this hookup culture is so toxic and so dangerous because no one's actually getting what they want out of it. You may get the instant gratification stuff you're talking about, but this is where people just end up being so dissatisfied at a, at a, you know, at a complex and meaningful level when, because these things are fleeting. There's no real, yeah, but you don't have to commit, to there's, yeah, but, but there's, you don't have to commit, but there's no real getting to know. You've got options. You don't actually, but why would I? Yeah. The moment you stop behaving, I just swap right and I find somebody else. Yeah, it's true. You're very replaceable. Uh, again, like 20 years ago, it would be much more difficult these days. If you don't do as I expect you to do, then I just swap right and I find somebody else that will do mm. as I do. So, but to answer the question in a split second, relationships are the most natural thing. We survive in relationships. Mm. Now, I'm not saying romantic relationships. I'm saying friendships right. and civility and society happens because we're connecting to other people. So relationships are natural, but you've got to change and communicate through the rules of the game in order to make it work. I love it. Uh, it always seems like we don't have enough time, but please, if you've got a, a specific issue you want Dr. Hanan to address, because it's fine when we talk generally like this and, you know, Rachel's email is very specific, but if you, if you let us know whether there's a, 
problem, this real problem you're dealing with in your life. And you want us to help you unpack it. And Dr. Hanan's the expert. Um, and, and, you know, come on the show. We'll, we will, we will make it really comfortable and easy for you. We're not here to like mock and ridicule and judge. And for all you know, you might be helping other people who are in a similar situation. So come on down. Let us know. Send us an email at contact at cliffcentral.com. Maybe you've also got someone at work who you're just not getting along with. I mean, maybe we can help you figure that out, too. It doesn't always have to be in the in the personal realm. Doctor, thank you very much. Good to see you. Love to see you guys. Have an awesome week, and we will catch up you with too. you next week. Thanks, Dr. Hanan. Lovely. Cheers. Bye, guys. Bye.